Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Hope you've had an awesome week and hope you're ready, I will say it, for some entertainment today. As you've seen by the title, The Boys Are Back. I have with me Andy, Simon and Kobe. And for those of you that listened to the show before and heard these guys on, they always bring some entertainment as well as some incredibly good points. And this week's show is the same. Lots of entertainment, lots of quite interesting debates going on as we talk about the CrossFit Games, which is happening this weekend as the show goes live over in America. Simon is there. Andy is aspiring to get there one day as a master's athlete. And Kobe, we're not sure what Kobe's up to. We talk all things CrossFit Games. It has been an incredible two years for the sport of CrossFit. People have been hired. People have been fired. Recently, lots of people have been busted for drugs, more than we've ever seen before. So we dig into all of that and a couple of predictions on who might win the Games and what makes the Games special and quite entertaining. I hope that you get some chance over the weekend to hop over to YouTube and to have a look at the CrossFit Games. It's incredibly exciting and very inspiring as you see some of the athletes do some of the things that we often do here in the gym, but somehow so much faster and lifting so much more weight. This is episode number 765 of the Inner Fight Podcast with Simon, Andy, and Kobe. Enjoy the show. Here we go then with the special request of the boys. This is the theme tune. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kobe, not sure how we song? actually make it louder. Kobe's trying not to throw up. <laughs> I think I know how we do it. Guess who just got back today? The wild eyed boys that have been away. Haven't changed that much. There we go. The boys <laughs> just knock it straight off. The boys are back in town. Kobe, do you do you know the year that that song was released? Nineteen eighty-six. Eighty-six. Andy. Eighty-five. Simon. I want to say eighty-four. Ooh, I'll Google it as we go. Okay. We'll come back to that. Kobe, <laughs> were, were you born then? Definitely not. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I was not. <laughs> What what year were you, were you born, mate? Ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why uh, Andy bullies you? Has to be. Has to be. Uh, yeah. Just beat him in all the workouts, so <laughs> stings over it. <laughs> <laughs> do you give him a Do you give him a head start? Uh, just in weight. Okay. Just, just in, in the weight. weight. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of you were close, and I didn't have a guess. Nineteen. 76 was the release date of that song. Wow. That's the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, you are obviously quite excited, mate, in yep. just a few days after recording this and hopefully a few days before this is released, you are on your way to America. America. <laughs> Tell us about it. What's going on? Uh, I'm going to be judging at the games. Um, it's been a while since I've been back. Um, so it's I'm really excited because I get to hang out with a lot of the crew that I haven't really seen in quite a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. Just basically the front lines calling no reps and making sure people are doing the right thing. 
um, and uh, a lot of long hours and no sleep nights. Um, really excited. Have you judged at CrossFit Games before? Yeah, five years in a row. Five years in a row. Uh, 2012 to 2017. Really? Yeah. Uh, the last one I did was when they all we all took a flight to San Jose um, to go on uh, Castro's Ranch. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about him as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy he's back. I've heard that not only the boy's back, but Castro's back in yes. town as well. Yes. Andy, you have participated as a judge in a number of different competitions. You are actively involved in a competition in the UK with judging. Yep. What's the biggest fear you have for Simon for the CrossFit Games <laughs> in 2022? <laughs> what are you most worried? He's your colleague. He's, he's your hero. No, Kobe's your hero. He's, you know, what, what are you worried about for him, mate, going over to America to judge? Oh, I don't think when you go to the games, I don't think there's too much to be worried about other than the workload that you're going to have. Yeah. And, and look, maybe some of the events and new movement standards that you might have to judge because they, they tend to throw that out quite often. Right. They tend to bring out one new movement, which is obviously super awkward for the athletes. Yep. Uh, and then super awkward for the judges. Look at the one with the uh, handstand walks into a handstand push-up. Right. Yep. What people could do with their hands, all that sort of stuff. So it's new for the athlete, but it's super new for the judge. Yeah. I think the nice thing as a judge when you go to the games is generally the guys that you get out there with you yes. are all on the same level. So right. it's an even playing field. Right. right. That, that and generally the movement standards are already pretty good at that point. Like there's going to be a few people yeah. that will try skirt the line, but it's way better than if it was at semifinals or local events. Yeah. Local, like it, it's, I it's mean, it. generally these guys haven't got to where they've got to by moving poorly and by not doing stuff correctly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, the, and, and your judges that you have going to the games aren't like we have with our semifinals and, you know, when we have here where it's volunteers who yeah. have a CrossFit judges course or level one. Yeah. These are guys who are flow masters who teach the best movements yeah. Yeah. on how to move properly. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, as far as I know, at least 30 of us. And that's just the judging team. There's also like the head judges who are kind of making sure we're in the right place at the right time. And then there's the whole oversight of it. So it's, we're all staff guys. Kobe, uh, would you like to judge? Never. Nah, Never. it doesn't really. Um, it's, uh, I, I find it too high pressure. Yeah. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I had to judge uh, games athlete in where was it in Sydney for the thruster double under workout. Oh, yeah. yeah, and was it nine thrusters, thirty double unders, ten rounds? Yeah. Luckily, they were doing it with someone else head to head, and yeah. I just lost count of how many rounds they were on. You just lost count. Just, I was like, like Fuck. double unders are always fun to. You don't count. want it, You didn't want to use the paper and write it down. You just lost count. Just lost count. Okay. And then, luckly, the guy <laughs> next to him. Beat him, so I was like, "Oh, okay." I see you just took one round off his. Yeah, yeah it's like good. <laughs> just put it all but together. Like, I had to do Evie for strength in depth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, semifinals was an online qualifier, so it was yeah. like when they did it all online, and they did friendly Fran, Fran, and I just forgot how many reps she was mid thruster. This is to make the games. I was like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." Really? Yeah, one, two, three. So yeah, I'd never do it. I'd never do it again. <laughs> just Andy, maybe just Andy. You, you must you, have some fun stories. Yeah, I mean. I think back, I've done 
strength and depth yeah. when it was uh, sanctionals. Yeah. Which is yeah. really cool. And like, the thing is, unless you've actually been out there judging mm-hmm. and on the floor, you don't understand the pressure. Oh my God, that's insane. It's, and it's not easy, right? Yeah, you're watching, like, an example is Warbles. I remember being out there on. watching up and down, up and down, and then I have the head judge come whisper in my ear, you need to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. So, so there's heaps on, you know. Doing it online was probably being a head judge online was the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. What what makes it harder online, mate? Um, because then you, you can't have shout at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not no repping them there and then. Yeah. You get the video in. Yeah. Um, and then you then have to explain to someone why they're getting a major penalty. Yeah. Right. Uh, and oh. then they come back with uh, their responses and they think they're right. And yeah. yeah. Right. Um, or someone's done a really shitty video, and although it's a low-level comp, the rules, yeah. say the rules, standards are the standards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter how hard you've worked, if you haven't met the standards, it doesn't mean that you deserve a place above someone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it, I suppose when it's that and it's just the average person competing, it's making sure that they understand why we do it and that it doesn't ruin the experience for them. Yeah. Um, and uh, I suppose I said it earlier is in all of them, it's always been that the standard is even across the board. Yeah. Right. So if you're no repping one person, like the worst thing is you watch when people are competing is one person is doing the right movement pattern. Yeah. And the person down the couple of lanes down who's moving a lot quicker is not doing it and ends up winning. Yeah. Because they haven't moved properly. <laughs> That's ideal. And just, yeah. And they're, yeah. they're going away with it for whatever reason. I think also it's... Um, I mean, it, when, when you're judging all these events, it's also if they, there's an issue with your athlete and they don't agree with what you've been doing, sometimes they can make a scene or they have to do an appeals process. Um, and yeah, that's what, you know, when we're doing it in, in live events, the, the online stuff was always interesting because I, I was doing quite a bit at the quarterfinals too. And just the amount of times, oh my God. I just have to like rewatch video after video after video, <laughs> update spreadsheets just to make sure everything was okay. And then, like I had people sending in wrong workouts. I mean, it, it like on that point, it's it's mind blowing where you you read through the workouts, yeah, and how people can still get it wrong. Oh, like no, the best part is the, the the athlete briefings and the questions they come up with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, but but if I do this, I'm like, no, it, that's not right. But do you how, still how about, get that these days, though, mate? Because that was very common. I'll, like, I'll update you when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but did you have that last year? Uh, the quarterfinals, no. Like the last time I did an in-person one um, was the 2016-17 games, and that was okay. Yeah. But when I was doing what was called regionals before, like in Madrid, like some of the things were just ridiculous. I'm like, it's a handstand push-up. You just you just do it this way. But if my if I'm like this and my fingernail is off the line, is that okay? It's like, no. We, no. we said no fingers on the line. And it's, it's weird, just like they're huh? just trying to find any. Loophole. Mini second advantage is to get through. Are we agreeing with that? That athletes, like that's a natural thing for athletes to do? Like they just want to see where they can push the boundaries and get the, get the, get the advantage really, right? I think when the sport, when you're trying to 
like it is normally you're trying to get a faster time. It's not really going to happen with a f bigger lift yeah. so, so much, but like they're trying to get a faster time. If I can do this and they're already thinking, I can do 20 reps in whatever, in 13.5 seconds. But if I do it this way, I can do it in 12. Like yeah. then, then they, they're saving on transition and like they, they calculate all these things. I know the yeah. coaches do. Yeah, of course. Um, especially when they've already played with so many different variations of movements. Uh, and then if they get something close to that at any of these events, they're like, okay, this is how we can have that advantage yeah um but then it was always different based on the movement standards on the day right because it could be a different a burpee standard might be a bit different um i saw a funny one that um what's the name uh, pamela gordon did like a burpee handstand over the bar like yeah. it's just like little funny quirky things i'm like oh that could actually show up at some point now because someone's seen it um but it's just where sometimes they just throw a spanner in the works where it forces them to slow down like the reason why pull-ups went to Chester bar it just it was an easier standard to judge and it was a bit harder and then it went in Chester bar to bar muscle up it was just like this next upgrade of movement to in a way slow the athlete down but also make the judging standard a bit easier I think some of it as well from time to time mate is a little bit probably about how to make and this is probably a big point but how to make it quite attractive to watch yeah so they're more shall we say choreographing the event most of the time it's about the movement and yeah. putting good movements together but i think they're also and that's the crossfit games is it it, it is a spectacle and it's a yeah, yeah. very good spectacle to watch yeah but we're trying to they're trying to put something and this is where people would argue that castro was genius like he was amazing he, he was good at putting something together that would be a show and by putting that show together, people are doing things in an order or with transitions that they perhaps haven't done before or wouldn't normally do in their gym. Yeah. And that brings in a little bit of gray area. And, and what, were, what was really interesting, what, what, what Castro did really well and, and what the games have excelled in is, is it's a real time story taking place. And it's yeah. just where, you know, before, you know, back in the old days where it was you literally stayed in the same spot and did everything. Now there's like a flow for the yes. event to happen. For, there's a start and finish line. And then now they start here, they do the row over here, they do the handstand over there. So everyone kind of sees where people are at. So, yeah. you, you know, so the crowd kind of starts getting behind certain athletes um, because they know exactly where they are. Whereas before, like at the early days, no one knew. Yeah. You, you just had to count individual reps with the judge yeah. to make sure everyone was okay. Andy, you look like you've got a, an opinion on this. <laughs> well, uh, the funny thing is, I'm just thinking back to what, three hours ago, we were doing our programming meeting. Yes. And we're talking about exactly the same shit mm -hmm. in our own classes. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I agree 100% with it. Do you think back to uh, some of the other events they've done, the marathon row? Like, yeah. I understand that they're testing fitness and that's great that they're doing those. Yes. But the ones that rarely attract attention are yeah. the ones that, like Simon's talking about, is that there is a bit of a story. Mm -hmm. There is some excitement about it. Yeah. Um, and so that athletes will find ways to push quicker and you can see who the smarter guys are. Yep. Yeah. You can see the guys of, you know, the stories, who's gone out too hot, who's dug themselves in a hole. Yeah, and totally. Now who's suffering like everyone else in the class? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. Kobe, you're, you're quite an entertaining sort of guy or, or, or that's how you come across anyway. You, you would love this new format and racing and seeing people like sometimes in, in the events we can they they're advancing the bars every sort of five reps or 10 reps mate so that must be something that you absolutely live for <laughs> i think it's good i think when you have workouts that are amraps or like 20 minute amraps whatever they are in those competition settings yeah and they're just going something almost similar to like 
regionals nate where they're just mm. two stations are just under the rig yeah and then then they kind of move their kettlebell that's still a 20 minute cap workout i think like, yeah it's still quite boring yeah but then when they did something where they did marry at the games marry at the games and right. then they had to oh go my. to the next yeah like they had like, like 10 round up. blocks yeah, yeah that was that exciting was crazy it's it's true though like like you said mate like a 20 minute workout generally in it's not a spectacle mm. but when you set it up differently it very fast becomes quite exciting and i think as well it's I think that's where the crowd rallies as well. Yeah. We've already done, a, you may have done a version of it before. You're like, oh my God, I, I have an idea how this feels. And then you look at these, you know, the top end girls and guys and teams and they're going, they're literally throwing double the weight. The movement standards is twice as hard as normal. Yeah. And these guys are just absolutely crushing it. Yeah, it's, uh, it does make it. And that's why folks, you should probably tune in to the CrossFit Games. It'll be normally streamed live on YouTube. Sure. And yeah, it should be on YouTube. I know in US it's, this like there's a network coverage but internationally yeah. it should be on youtube and if you don't know what's going on i think from the way that we've just explained it and the way that the competition floor is set up you'll very quickly understand a little bit what's going on and and be able to get quite excited about it yeah. i think that's the that's the summary andy who's your pick to win is Fonning still going to win or have we moved on? Is who, who? <laughs> Rich Fonning. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still taking the drugs? We'll come to drugs after. <laughs> oh, look, I, I think the team's going to be super exciting this year, obviously yeah. with um, Annie and her team heading across. Well, Froning almost said he wasn't going to compete. And then when Annie kind of threw in the gauntlet, he was like, let's go. <laughs> I mean, my, my biggest concern is... Do you think it's because he's bored because they win every year? <laughs> my, my concern is this, Froning talks about this being his last year in the team and next year he'll then move into Masters, which means my chance is screwed up of winning the oh, game. Because yeah, okay. uh, yeah. he, he's same age category. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus 65, plus 65. No one cares. No, <laughs> I mean, so who's going to win the individual male this oh. year i think that's up in the air like the the girl that seems to be you can kind of have you can pick a few names but the guys is they, they're relatively even the, Mate, the girls you just pick one name Mate, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm sorry it's tia like she <laughs> is no but no but it's gonna be it, i think it's gonna be closer this year than unless simon's been. judging tia no right <laughs> <laughs> no she moves flawlessly yeah. she's like the easiest person to judge for sure i i, I think with the boys yeah panchik really yeah not, not Scott. Hey, are we She's all going to make say. bets and stuff? Are we gonna well, mate, we can do. Ones, yeah. We can do. Kobe stops making bets when he knows that he can't win. Oh, you, what? But he didn't call me for England, Australia, oh. second <laughs> and third <laughs> test. Didn't want to know about the last game of Origin. You given up on gambling, mate? It's good. Um, it's haram anyway. You bought, haram, yeah. you bought your Game Boy and then you're all set. <laughs> all set. No, I think uh, that's not the way. It's um, rugby's a real winner, right? <laughs> <laughs> Rugby's the real winner. That's boring. What's your pick? Uh, and Andy's dodged a bullet or said Panchek, which who knows? I'm, I'm not up with a form card, but that's probably that's probably a little bit out there. Or are you agreeing with Andy? No, uh, Tia, and I'm going with Velna. Velna. I think he's every year solid. He's just always got one workout. He's the Canadian. Yeah, redhead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the one who oh he he messes up one event and, and he still ends up on a podium. Him. And he just like he just chases like a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Like he just doesn't stop. Yeah, I think so. Velna and Tia. Yeah. What would it mean to you as an Australian for Tia to win again? Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you lot are supposed to be patriotic, mate. No, I think like it's 
it's in the bag. I don't know why we have yeah, to say again. Like yeah. it's every year. Who will come second? Uh, in the my money's on thing. my money's on uh, Mal O'Brien. Okay. Yeah. And I think that I think she's, she's the one who's going to push. Tia. Tia. She's I, so dominant. Like I will go from my. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll give you the podiums. Yeah. Okay. So it'd be Tia, Mallory, and I think uh, Migawa, Gabriella Migawa, will be the top three. Folks, when you watch, you'll remember what these guys said. They'll either be right or they'll be wrong. I haven't given you my guys' picks. Who are your guys' picks then? Um, now, I, me, I don't know the winner, but I'll give you my top three. Uh, I think Goodmanson will be back in a podium. Oh. Um, I think oh. Ro- Roman is going to surprise some people because this is his first year that he's able to get to the games. Right. So he's, a, he's a dark horse. Uh, I think he's going to do better than people. Two think. absolute names out of left field so far. Yeah. Have you got one that actually might win? I think Medeiros would do it again because like, no yeah. one knows what he's been doing because um, he was in Fraser's camp, but he's not there anymore. Um, and he's just kind of gone. Well, he's just still training with his other mullet coach. Kobe, are you expecting Medeiros to have a better hairstyle this year than he had last year? Or do you think Longer. it's just, it, it, it can only get better? It can only get better. I think it needs yeah. to be shorter on the sides. Yeah. Even shorter. Even shorter. I'm like not, zero? The less, the best. <laughs> I think uh, mullets are good. They're back. Uh, they're yeah, we know. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Each day it gets better. I think it would be wrong to talk about the CrossFit Games without addressing two issues. One is the what we spoke about maybe two shows ago. Our pretty much friend. I think we're all we're all happy to call him a friend and, and someone who we appreciate in the sport of CrossFit for what he's done. Dave Castro is back in the picture. Well he's not in the game side. That's what this yeah. is where it's quite interesting. Yeah. So he he is back on CrossFit payroll, let's call it. He's back as a CrossFit staff member. Tell us, what, what is he back really to do, Simon? Um, so the, when, when everything kind of happened, the, his first thing is like, well, he, he still loves what he does. So he just started hanging out at different CrossFit affiliates and going down to visit them. And Which just, was genius. Right. But they're just hanging out and just seeing what the concerns were. And then yeah. and just, just talking, working out. Uh, and he just did this through many, many gyms. And then yeah. um, when he ended up, when he came back, so the two parts is he's in the gym side. So that's the affiliation side. Yep. Uh, and then he'll do a little bit with the education as well. Cause that's right. cause he was, he is a staff member and yep. um, he just, and he kind of spurred the army ignite program. He started the, with the help of Chuck and a few of the other uh, crew with the whole scholarship program. Yep. Um, just basically being, how can we give CrossFit to more and more people? Um, so that's the, you know, him coming back. These were the two sort of avenues he was focusing on uh, and he wants to do, and it's just things that keep him going. The yeah. games was, you know, it's his, it's his baby. It's yeah. his, he's the, the, the brainchild who created everything. Um, but I think with him coming back, um, he just wa- he's just going to focus on the gym side and education side. Andy, Having seen what Castro's done for the games, how easy or difficult do you think it will be for him just to be there and sit in the stands? And will that really happen? Well, look, I don't think he'll just sit in the stands. I mean... (laughs) uh, Do you think he'll have his own chair somewhere? (laughs) I I reckon he'll be walking around back 
you know, with the athletes. Like, he, yeah. he's, he's part of it. Uh, he always has been. Yeah. Um, regardless of what position he is. Um, obviously, sitting back and, you know, especially when you've done a really good job over so many years, to sit back and watch. Yeah. You can be two types of people. You can either be really negative and say, well, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. Yeah. Or you just sit back and you watch the sport sport evolve because at, yeah. s- at some point it was going to happen where someone else takes over. For sure. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and as long as the sport is moving forward. Then everyone's got to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think having not met Dave, but obviously like I've done CrossFit for long enough. Yeah. Like, I think he is the type of guy who will sit back and as long as it's in a better place. He's going to be happy. He's going to be happy. Kobe, you're now the CEO of CrossFit and you obviously want the CrossFit Games to go as smoothly as possible. And you've got next to you Dave Castro, who's a guy of, how long was he in the job for? Like 20 years almost. Uh, for the Games? Yeah. I mean, he's, he was a start. He so was the, the first start. one so was quite, 07. Uh, no, 07? Mm-hmm. Anyway. 2008 was the... 15 years, guy experience next to you, mate. You're the CEO. What, how do you use, like, his job is not for the CrossFit Games, but what, what would you do if you were in charge of the whole thing to with Castro? Yeah, that's a tough one because I think <laughs> I'm very for Castro doing the games. Yeah. So I think it's quite hard. I think we all are. I think that. we all are. And yeah, it's very, very so. difficult to put, a, not put a lid, but essentially have to control him to not speak out or get involved like Andy was saying. Yeah. You know, I can do this better. I can do that. Pretty much run the show at the games. Yeah. I think putting him into the educational side, you said, or that he is doing is a good way for him to kind of go down a different avenue and take his energy out on something else. Would I do that? Mm, I'd keep him in the games. Yeah. Don't, don't fix what's not broke. How would you feel if you were the guy who's now the CrossFit Games director and Castro was now brought back having been terminated, essentially? That's, what, that's how we read it in the media. He was terminated in a quite a controversial way. Mm-hmm. And you're the CrossFit Games director and he's, he's just there. He's just walking around with the athletes, just mincing a little bit. Castro. How would I feel? Yeah. I would be I would be so personally I'd be trying to soak him up like a sponge. Yeah. Get as much out of him as I can. Like what fifteen years in the gig. Yeah. He knows things. Just a little bit, so yeah. definitely take advantage of that. But uh, down to egos, right? If you do or you don't. No, nah, I think the the crew that are doing it, it like they, they basically we all work together before. So it's yeah. um they're gonna always just try to make the best product possible. Um and, you know, I know Justin Berg is, you know, he's the, he's the director of the games or general manager of the games. And yeah. uh, he, he, his background, even before coming on seminar staff and what he used to do, he knows how to create a, a good event. All, so it's, he had the first exposure. Was it, yeah. So it, like everything should, is going to be running really, really well. Uh, it's just, I think it's difficult because Castro is such a spearhead yeah. of, of what, and, you know, we all, he was a great leader that we all wanted to follow. Now, Justin and, and Boz and we'll all, we'll all have that too, but it's just like, I think it's, it all started with him. And I think that's where it, there's a legacy behind that. That's what I love about having you on, mate. Everything is good in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smile on your face. And nod your everyone head. loves each other and yeah. we're all just here because we love it. Yes. I wish they were, I wish that was, I wish that was the way it's going to play out this yeah. weekend. It'd, it'd be quite cool. I mean, on like to be honest, yeah. I think on that that point, like I genuinely feel for 
Justin, the, the GM, obviously. Mm. And I yeah. think this is going to touch on the point we're about to bring up. Yeah. Is he's got Dave Castro <laughs> sitting in the background. I think this year the games is going to be under a microscope like never before mm. yeah. on movement standards and on performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> and Justin has to manage all of that and run an outstanding event. I know you want to say something. Australia's got something yeah. about performance enhancing drugs. He's suddenly perked up. Mate, just, oh. just remember, just remember 2017, yeah? Oh. Oh, yeah. He's oh, back. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. back. Who? He's back. Where? Yeah. He's, in the, he's in the top 10 power ranking. Who's she? <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think... Uh, what <laughs> Kobe, what's relevant about 2017? Excuse my ignorance that Andy was just referring to. 2017 was uh, before COVID, say, yeah. Do you want me to say it so that you don't get in trouble with all your, your mates and your name dropping? Don't know what you're on about, but you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, what are you actually talking about so that the listeners know? So 2017 was the big year that um, Ricky Garrard was unfor- unfortunately or fortunately tested positive. He was caught. He's the only big profile athlete. Coming back. That at the games tested yep. positive. Yep. And he's the first one who's come back and is now going back to compete at the games. He's done his time and yep. and I think he's earned his spot back there. Yeah. But obviously the, the issue building up to the games this year is the amount of athletes, majority of them in teams, that have tested positive for banned substances. Well, Kobe, he was quite outspoken. Not you. He, Ricky Garrard, was yep. pretty outspoken about what happened and I think like Andy said he got banned for four years mm-hmm. four years yeah four which years. is that's you know at the height of your career that's solid in, in a lot of other that sports can end someone's career. it can end someone's career for, for right or for wrong in other sports it's 18 months it's two years and sort of brushed under the carpet he got four year ban yep and he's come back and he's legitimately qualified for the CrossFit Games do you have any respect for him 100 well 100% he's <laughs> Done it clean. Yeah. He's done his four years, and he the first year he's back, he's walked straight, straight back in. into it. And I think as well there was a uh, podcast or an interview that went out yeah. before DCC. Yeah, he was almost in tears in that. And they pretty much asked him point blank, "Yeah, did you do it? Did yeah. you know you were doing it? Yeah, he's yeah. Like, yeah, straight up." Do you think that was his setup? The interview? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it was as well. He's going into DCC. A lot of people were upset about that. Yeah, because they're like. Why has he got a wild card or an invitation where yep. you know, we've still had to qualify? Whatever it was. But um, I think it just showed a side of that people haven't seen of him because he yeah. did cop a grilling. Yeah. Now, did he provoke the grilling, especially at the start? I think Probably. He, I think he did. And, and he was quite think, outspoken, wasn't yeah. he? And uh, Chase, I think, ran the interview. That he's, was it? Yeah, yeah. he's... Uh, he's very charming. So he knows how to yeah. get through to people. Yeah. Well, and he, got, he really got through to him and just like... I just remember listening to it and watching it and just these long pauses just to wait from that. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was almost like when they were interviewing Armstrong about his drugs, mm-hmm. similar thing. But mate, within, obviously within the Australian CrossFit community, there was probably mixed feelings from 2017 all the way to when he finished his ban in, in 2021 and then sort of, should we call it his reintroduction into CrossFit. What, what are some of those feelings now? Is, is the CrossFit community happy? Is he liked? Is he... What do we reckon? Um, I know I've. It's a tricky one. I think in Oz, yeah, 
there were a few people who were shocked, but a few who weren't. Right. He rose up very, very quickly. Yeah. Now you can be dominant in another field or another sport, but yeah. to rise up quickly in CrossFit, you know, a few eyebrows might be raised. Especially yeah. now. Especially now. Yeah. Um, and I also think, but I think when it happened, some people were upset, some weren't, you know, I think when he started name shaming or, you know, calling yeah. out um, like Fraser and all them, I think yeah. that's when it was like, mate, please stop. You're, yeah. you're making matters worse. Um, but now I, everyone loves him. It was like he was at one point he was doing the, he was banned and he was doing the open workouts yeah. and yeah. Crush, crushing everyone. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, I think this is when he was still kind of moving. Still on the gear. Still on the gear. And he yeah. was just telling everyone, you know, <laughs> fuck you. I can yeah, still do I it. He's like, this guy just doesn't care. Yeah. He's like a Conor McGregor. Yeah. I, I genuinely think with that, and we talk about it, Chad, is that during that period, and I remember that because he came up to the video really angry mm -hmm. and yeah. swore about Fraser. But he spent that period of time being angry, yeah. pointing fingers at everyone. Yeah. And then what he's done, I genuinely think he's done really well. Yeah. And building up to like coming here is – He's taken fucking ownership of what he'd done. Yeah. He said, fine, I took them. I've done my time. I'm going to come and face, like, walking into that room with your fellow athletes, mm. it's got to be one of, that's got to be brutal. Yeah. Well, same thing, showing up at the games now. Yeah. But, I mean, guys, to, to, to take drugs, you generally don't respect anyone. You don't give a fuck anyway. So you don't have any problem walking back into the room because you have no respect. Well, and, and, I mean, to... <laughs> Sorry, in my yeah. opinion, you know, yeah. it's... To, to this point, like with the stuff that's currently been going about, yeah. people don't fucking respect themselves. They have Correct. this latest drug that a lot of the guys have been busted, which is GW1516. Right. It's a banned illegal substance because when they did test it, it showed up when they were testing it on rats that the rats were developing cancer. Uh. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry, but what idiot yeah. is knowingly going to take something that is potentially going to cause cancer? Crazy, yeah. So, like... The whole point is that they're not even respecting themselves if they're doing this, if yeah. they're knowingly doing this. If they're knowingly doing it. Yeah. Well, is that the whole idea? But they're trying to win at all costs. Yeah. yeah. And sacrificing well, the anything. Thing. They just got one goal and that's all they're trying to do. Yeah. Which is a lot about, it is a lack of respect for, for anything else except their goal. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of what they want to do. What do we think? There's been, there has been a, probably an increased amount of drug busts this year we're learning about and reading about compared to previous years. Are we happy with that? Do we think that it's finally being policed in the right way? Because, I mean, it's almost like cycling and, and what was that clip that we saw from the UFC? Like everyone's taking drugs. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's taking drugs. And I think on, on the down low, we all know that there's been a lot of drugs in CrossFit previously, but it hasn't really been busted. But this year we've just seen... Is it so? My question is: Is there been more tests this year, or are more people taking drugs this year, or is it? I think it sounds like yes and yes. I think the, <laughs> I think I think from what Double we've been back. hearing is before it was normally like sort of the top tier, the top ten, fifteen athletes that were all basically tested year round. Now yeah. now they just went okay. Well, now we're going to do broad brush. And then the, we're still going to test these guys regularly, but yeah. now we need to go deeper in the field, which is what it looked like has been happening. Yeah. And we're happy with it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It keep, like it just keeps the sport more fair. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think like with Simon's point, it's uh, a, a couple of things on it is the first one is like some of the, some of the tests or some of the substances that these guys have been caught with are relatively new drugs. Mm. 
So again, coming back to this GW uh, 1516, 15, 16, yeah. there's no actual substantial research to show how long it stays in the system for right so there's nothing if these guys are knowingly taking it yeah how to cycle it properly yeah and like marcus you're 100 right like guys have been there are guys in the sport who have been doing drugs like whether or not we know who they are but it, yeah. it happens unfortunately yep. every sport it, it happens, happens. yeah yeah i think the interesting thing that we've seen this year is at the moment there's been no big names yeah. who have been caught. Right. It's all been the guys who have been... Except Ricky Ger- Gerard. Gerard. But he was like, he was a, seems like the only one who's got through the cracks, but then he got yeah. caught at the end. But then he got mm. caught. But, the, but there's no one this year who are sort of your top three in each event who you'd normally worry about. It's all been the guys who are on the mm. fringes. Yeah. 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 And it's because I think we've, there's these guys who are trying to make a life out of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And they've always been sitting on the edge, always been sitting mm. on the edge. And there's so many athletes that it's really hard to outwork someone. Yeah. Yep. So you need that little extra help. So you need a little <laughs> extra. And, and that's, what, that's what a lot of the guys, I mean, one of the guys on one of the YouTube videos actually came out. He, he came out and admitted. Oh, yeah. He came out and admitted he was taking drugs yep. mm. before any test results came out. Yeah. He came and said, look, he had qualified for the games. Mm. And he said, look, I, I've been taking drugs. What would you do? If you had taken performance-enhancing drugs and you had qualified, but then or at the same time you had a test, does it make him better? Like, what, what would you do? If it was me? Yeah. <laughs> so you know you've taken the yeah. drugs, you've won the competition, and you've been pulled to a side for a drugs test. What do you do the next day? Well, my, I, I would pull out. Hundred percent. Just like yeah. uh, this guy didn't do it immediately. He was actually he was he was driving and listening to a a, po- a podcast on other guys who'd been caught. Yeah, and he just stopped, started crying. He said he couldn't do this anymore. Yeah. And I I wouldn't. I mean, does that make him a good guy? Look, he, I I definitely respect him more for doing that. Um, really, I, I think it's really hard. N- nothing excuses for people taking the drugs and the shortcuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I but to put your hand up and say before anyone you're caught is say, look, I fucked up. I'm gonna take whatever's coming to me now, rather than oh maybe I'm gonna get through. Maybe mm. I'm not gonna get caught. And to take ownership. Because a lot of these guys, it's not just about like there and then on the sport. A lot yeah. of these guys have gyms to go and return to. In some cases they've yeah. been gym owners who've yeah. been caught. Yeah. So why should we why should we go easy on them though, mate? Oh, like, what if he? Let, let's look at it a bit different. I'll stop grilling you. Maybe Australia can answer in a second. But why should we? Like, if he hadn't have been tested, X guy <laughs> takes drugs, gets the podium, gets a game spot, team individual. I don't care what. Doesn't get tested. Still owns his business. Still has his community, and gets to the games yeah. and I'm says nothing. I, I'm not saying we go easy on them. Yeah. Like, you know, if I w- would hope in that situation that if someone has done that, yeah. that you know what, they want to step away from the community. A couple of guys have actually, the guys who have been caught, yeah, have put their, when they have been caught, they have taken some time away from themselves to think about what they're going to do next. Because mm-hmm. like, mm. you're right, they, they've lied to their community. Everyone. They have painted this picture of something they're not. Mm. And 
it's all done. And like in this case, it was done five seconds, made the decision to do it and ruined everything that they've built. Um, and they need to obviously go away and learn from it. And, it, yeah. and it, But I, I, I also think it's, there's another way to see it is, for example, if it was me mm. and I made that stupid mistake and I put my hand up, I wouldn't need someone to tell me that I've fucked up. Yeah. Mm. I would be beating myself up for a long period of time after that. And I think it depends on that type of person. Like, I wouldn't say. But you know you fucked up, mate, when you've taken the drugs. Yeah. So you, what do you do? do you, you, you take a load of gear, you get really good, and then, okay, I won't enter this competition. Like, why does it get to the point where he's had a piss test and he knows he's going to get busted? And then he pulls out and it's a noble thing to do. The guy's a fuckwit from the start. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, but I, but I, I think it's then pulling back and it's taking a deep hard look at yourself. Yeah. Why the fuck have you made that decision? Yeah. Because I, I do think we all go through life, whether or not it's taking drugs to, to, to cheat or mm. you know, another small decision where you do something you shouldn't. It doesn't mm. matter what you've done. Yeah. You, so yeah. And... You know, they have, to leave, they have to live with the repercussions for the rest of their life. And, I mean, the other way I was also th just thinking about that now is sometimes it might even be, it sounds bad, but, like, enforced on them. Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, their coach might have suggested it or their support crew, their sponsors. Yeah. I was like, look, if you really want to make it, this is your year. Yeah. This you is what I've got, and it's yeah. on the table right now. And, and, and at the same point, like, the other thing that we're not talking about, and I know this isn't every example, and it's mm -hmm. the biggest excuse used. Yeah, yeah. Contaminate, contaminated substances. I mean, <laughs> like we joke about this, but I remember. Yeah, yeah. My, I remember my first trip to Australia. I was yeah. seventeen. I was with a mate, so I didn't get busted before any of you. Fuckers. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, okay. hey, Time to come and, clean. Hey. And you, got, <laughs> that, you know how they do the scan on your um, yeah, toiletry yeah. sets? Yeah. Heroin. Seventeen-year-old farm boy from Zimbabwe. We didn't even know what that shit was back then. <laughs> And you've been pulled up for this because there's traces of it. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> traces of it on, on his toiletry set. Wow. Yeah. His, not mine. Mm. And it's Australia, so it's probably the Here's Border that. Patrol. Hey, our border, border security is that good. Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not as angry and old as Andy and me. <laughs> So, what's your thoughts on, on this situation? Oh, I think, when, personally, when I see the, the Instagram posts or the messages that someone's done it, mm. I, just, I, I just laugh. I'm just like, these fucking clowns. <laughs> um, you know, like, it's, it's bound to come back. It's bound it's to get come you. Out, huh? I think as well, the, like, the... The reputation that's lost mm -hmm. in a blink of an eye, yeah. Yeah. it's not worth it. So you've lost your reputation. You've probably lost all your friends, all your CrossFit associates, your business, whatever it is. Mm. And you're probably down already as well, a couple thousand dollars or whatever as well, yeah. spending it on the gear and all that time just gone. And there's no coming back. Yeah. But fuck, like I think as well, personally, I'm not too concerned about it yeah because i can only control what i do yeah so yeah. like you know i think as well there are fuckers out there who are on it who are on the gear no idea as well clearly yeah um but they get busted down the line and that's not gonna affect how i do because at the end of the day, yes it's a, comp a crossfit's a competition yeah. but 
it is a workout. You have your own time. You have your own score. So you, you are comparing to, to win it, but yeah. you know, it always catches up. But mate, you, like you say that, like I know you, mm. office, you suffered a horrific injury that didn't allow you to compete in the Open this year. But imagine if like your spot was taken. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a thing as well. I, I, can, I, I can understand that. But then yet again, it's just, it's one of those things where I personally don't look at it like that. Um, like, I, even when I was growing up playing rugby, there was a lot of guys, you know, 15, 16 year old boys on the, on the juice. <laughs> and fuck, like, you're having it, like, that's a physical sport and yeah. you're having to m- match them up. And at the end of the day, it's one of those things where they get, they get into rep development squad or you do as well. So yeah. I think in terms of CrossFit, um, in my opinion, it's, I can only control what I yeah. can do. So I try not looking into too much. But then yet again, I haven't been on the podium with Ricky Garrard. So. That's what I was going to say, mate. I mean, one of a close friend of yours has obviously competed a lot against mm-hmm. Ricky Garrard. And I don't know, you could probably go through it and he, he would definitely know. Like he could have lost out earnings like direct competition earnings because of that guy cheating. He could have lost out sponsorship opportunities because of, yeah. of, of, of cheating Who, who's, as well. who's your close friend first? No you one can, knows. You can name drop, you can name that, drop. But that happened right. to Vellner. Like he lost his right. podium spot. Pan, and pan then quarter? Pawn? Pawn quarter? Pawn? Anyone know pawn? It's like the in-between. If they come first in the teams, you're going to know who pawn quarter is, right? Is he in a team this year? Yeah. And his team. That's the ones going head to head with Froning. So which one's the super team? <laughs> Flip a coin. Just making you, sure. Simon, I think you were going to say something which yeah. is a really great point here. Yeah, so when, when Ricky popped, that was Vellner's first official year that he was on the podium. And that, yeah. and he says it, like, look, it happened years every year afterwards so far, I think, is he was always on the podium. Yeah. But then that was his very first one. And that got taken away from him. He didn't, you know, he okay, like, hey, congratulations, you came third, and, but like six weeks later. Yeah, and uh, that's you know, tough. Very tough. I think that's one of the toughest parts for you take someone's spot. Competitors, mm. you take someone's spot, but I mean, they you know, and everyone knows the Lance Armstrong case. Then you look to who we give it to, and there's no one left. So <laughs> it's a little bit. Uh, what I would love is what in my ideal scenario with this is anyone who's competing at regional sanctionals, whatever we're calling it, quarterfinals and going to the games is tested. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, yeah. I think it's, I think that would make it a lot better. How much does it cost to test one person? But, so, like that's, just, I've always been I curious that. Yeah. Just a thought that's popped into the head. So we're talking about taking drugs, cheating, for yeah. example. But, so here's a, an, another way also to look at it is you watch your video back of your video, of your submission for your workout mm-hmm. and yeah. you know your movement standards are no reps and you submit that. Yeah. yeah. It's the same That's thing. That's just as bad. Yeah. It's just as bad, man. And, and coming back to Kobe's point about whether or not he gets upset about it, I like, he control what you can control. Yeah. Like, I generally get upset about it, even yeah, though it has yeah. nothing to do directly with me, but it does affect... Are you taking medicine for this stuff? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite angry, mate. <laughs> but, it, but it affects... The, the industry and the work yeah, that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, it's tough. I think, mate, I, I think I know what you're saying. Like mm. cheating in any form cheating, is, cheating. is quite horrendous. No, yeah. Knowingly cheating, yeah. Knowingly yeah. cheating is, is, is quite horrendous. I mean, and that's, I think that's from anything from if there's 15 burpees programmed in a 4.30 p.m. Wednesday afternoon in a fight 
class mm-hmm. and there's only mm-hmm. you and two others in it and you you do 14 i think it's i it sounds a bit out of proportion but i think that's as bad as sometimes taking performance enhancing drugs because so it's you you're a cheat just on that point if anyone's ever counting kobe's reps we've established at the start kobe cannot count <laughs> You said at the beginning that when you were judging for people, you lost count. Judging for people, not yeah. counting my own reps. Oh, so I, when you count I, your own reps, you're right. Okay, okay, okay I'll take that back. We'll take I that. took that similar to how you no. took it, Andy. I'm no. like, okay, when he's got one single job to do, which is to count the athlete's reps in front of him, he's just told us he can't do it. Imagine his ability to count his own reps when he's under extreme physical fatigue and there's loud music my, my awareness and maybe goes naked up. men. <laughs> my know? awareness goes up. <laughs> but I mean, jokes aside, I think we all have that same sort of value where we would no rep ourselves if we knew we didn't do it. I think that's probably why we're all sat around the table. Yeah, 100%. yeah I agree, mate. It's, um, so what we want to see at the games, and, and this, was, this was actually how I wanted to wrap it up. What would we ideally, Simon, you're going to the games, you're going to judge. What would be... What do you want to see from the 2022 CrossFit Games? What would just make it for you absolutely awesome? I think me just being on the floor with my with my crew, um, yeah. you know, it, it sounds weird. Like we'll bled together. Like we'll just put on the the time and just we've all done it together. And uh, you know, there's the amount of conversations and just hangouts. Just because we're just stuck in a locker room waiting for the like yeah, yeah. waiting for the green light to go out onto the floor. Yeah, uh, and just being on that grind because we don't know things until we know things. Yeah. And then sometimes we don't know it until like two minutes of just stepping onto the floor. Um, so just that environment of just being out with my crew, but then just the overall experience of just seeing everyone coming together, especially with all the shit that's happened the last few years where yeah. this is a full, no restriction. Everyone's come out. Um, you don't have to worry about COVID anymore, so to speak. Yeah. And then uh, I think so everyone who's there is, can f- is finally there like even yeah. R- uh, roman um he's finally got a visa to come out into the u.s because he didn't get that before kobe what's your dream like khan wins and gets naked and stuff or i think he does next? that anyway but um <laughs> <laughs> i just remember the video it, he posted has, has he not invited you to like fluff for him and stuff? to what sorry <laughs> <laughs> to what um no, Rekovic to win, Tia to win, Ricky G to win. Ah, um, he's called it. We want um, more American anthems. We want more fireworks. <laughs> we want it all. I but think please, less guns. Less guns. Oh, right. Just to the podium finishes, yeah? yeah. Um, I would like to see a couple repeat workouts. Maybe that yeah. 2013, was it the legless thruster one? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's the same thing every year, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think people are you excited about it, mate. Bits and pieces. Are you going to stay up and watch it? Yeah. What time is it? He's normally got Janhan at half five, so he probably won't be able to. <laughs> Andy, what's your best case scenario for the 2022 CrossFit Games? So I, I have two. I was just thinking about this. You guys remember watching that video where this cameraman sprinting down yes. the field? Mm. That was amazing. I want to see Simon judging, sprinting down the field with one of the athletes. That would Holding be, a stopwatch. Yeah, hold it, that would be super cool. I'll trip up. <laughs> yeah. or, or Simon no repping someone. And oh, the meltdown. That, yeah. A meltdown. A I meltdown. actually have a story about that. I, got, I, had, I had the girl crying on me because I no rep to rope climb and, and regionals. <laughs> it was so bad. It was in the final event too. Jeez. I, yeah. And I, I think th- I just want to see like a a really tight competition. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. in the last couple of, well, 
certainly when it was Fraser and Tia. Yeah. And it was just, it got to the last day and it was like. It's a little bit next, yeah. 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 You know, where it's gone down to the wire, you think we're like Noah and, and Fraser at one point. Uh, that was a close one. That was like, that was like when yeah when Noah was leading into that into that event. I think like you you only look yeah. back to the semifinals where it's been so tight for like mm. third, fourth, and fifth for qualifying and how mm. much energy that brings. Yeah, mm. like, yeah, and that's what's good for the sport. Yeah, yeah. So like hopefully Mel pushes Tia and like the boys. I think the boys are going to be super competitive. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that w- because otherwise there's no point watching, right? Yeah, I'm with you, mate. I think I think in any sport we want. As spectators, we want it to sort of hit the sort of go like when it goes down to the last event, oh, like yeah. it's it's yeah. especially what we were talking about sort of at the top of the show there, like the way they set up the events, the choreography of it, like you can make it. And I think that's where I mean, it's never been super super close, has it? Like, you know, it's normally we normally get, but still Castro managed to make those last the last workouts like exciting oh that God, if yeah. you know if Froning did screw something up or Fraser did screw something up there was a chance that mm. someone might leapfrog them so yeah but I, I like what you said Simon I think it's it's probably yes there is something there's some COVID kicking around but I think with everything that's gone on CrossFit's had a pretty turbulent time over the last two years yeah. which to be honest is is just 90% self-inflicted, mm-hmm. like a lot of internal stuff that just hasn't gone the way, but it's, it's the way it is in other companies. I think for everyone to come together and for it to work good and for you to be there and yeah. make it happen for everyone, I think that's, it'll be good. Boom. Yeah, I think it's an exciting time. And I think on that note, we should just listen to it one more time, Kobe. He's happy with it. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna put that in the gym playlist. <laughs> would you put that? Would you put this on in a class or? No? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> it's a good song, but <laughs> probably not. Kobe, Andy, Simon, as always, thanks a lot for your thoughts. Simon, all the best. The show will be out when the games start. So I will throw do out a no rep for inner fight. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a games wrap up. We'll cool. see. But gents, as always, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.